now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Eilts. I'm Leo Eilts. And we are the Derriers. We're doing it again, aren't we? We are still doing We're it. still doing it. Yeah. We're just coming out every week and finding music all over, laying around in the ditches. And There's so much music. There's a lot of yeah. music out there, yes. And, and so much of it people aren't using. Well, and so we just use it. Yeah. We just dust it off and, yeah. oh, looky here. Some of it's partially used. Some of it's partially but, used. But we're not, you know, we're not above that. And they're not used up. Exactly. Still a lot That's a of good life. Point. A lot of That's life in point. those old songs. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. Well, people ask us, they say... Derriers. Exactly. What is Americana music? And that's a question we get a lot. Well, yeah, like we're some kind of experts. Yeah, we got that question, I think, several weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Now that I recall. Yeah. Several times. Well, we do have we do have an opinion. We have an opinion. And we have a definition. A definition. It's the same thing. Yeah, in our case it is. And it's music with distinctive, distinctive American, American roots. roots. And having said that, that's a lot of music right it, there. It's all it's all kinds of it's music. all over the place. Well, I mean, it could be rockabilly. It could be jazz. It could be disco. It could be ragtime. It could be heavy metal. Barbershop. Indie rock. Rhythm and blues. Tin Pan Alley. Bubblegum. Honky Tonk. Swing. Motown. It could be Motown. And you know what else it could be? <laughs> Boogaloo. <laughs> it has been Boogaloo. It has been Boogaloo. And it will be Boogaloo again. It will. Boogaloo I'm, season I'm, is coming right up. It is. That's true. It sure is. The format of the show is that uh, it, we each show up uh, each week uh, with a virtual festival of tunes. Exactly. That we have not yet disclosed to the other guy. Only That's the only rule we got. It's the only rule we have. And uh, we parse them out one at a time, and we take turns starting the show. And I believe uh, it's your turn. I, it I it is start, my turn. I started last time. so You know, I stumbled across this guy. I stumble so much. You stumble. You're a good stumbler. And uh, I, I don't know what I was looking for, but I found this guy. His name is uh, Kyle L. Eldridge and the Rhythm Rounders. Okay. And they're a country and western swing band from Ohio. Not much information on them, but it says um, uh, the band's driving rhythm and vintage Americana spirit has, take, Americana, say, right. has taken them all over the country after playing this year's Viva Las Vegas Festival. I'd like to play that. Oh man, that sounds fun. like fun, yeah. Kyle and the band traveled to California where they recorded their debut EP with Rockabilly Legend Deke Dickerson. Okay, yep. So yep. that's some real cred there. Yep. Uh, vintage Country, Rockabilly, Western Swing, Kyle Eldridge, and the Rhythm Rounders. Um, I like him. He's a good player. And uh, I picked this one. Uh, it, it's uh, off the album. is called The Echophonic Sessions from 2018. Kyle Eldridge and the Rhythm Rounders doing Flat Get It. <laughs>
Is he mad at that bass or what? It sounded like it did. He's slapping the hell out of it. Yeah. Wow. That's fun stuff, and I think a good way to start the show it's off. It's a good way to start it off. All right, Leo. Well, let's go over to you and see what you uh, what you have in your little my my, grab little, bag. my little mind here. Yeah. Uh, I've been kind of wondering how to do these guys. I've been thinking about them for a long time. Um, it, it's the box tops. Oh, okay. Okay. And, you know, we we have some history with some of their music. We did one of their songs uh, with uh, Total Strange. I know, with that Spontaneous Combustion, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah, The Letter. The Letter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually recorded it in 1967. Hey, by the way. Hey, what? I just want to go on record here of saying that yeah. the arrangement of that uh, was done by uh, James McKinney. Well, his band did it. With his band, um, which was... Um, Stephen uh, Dudash. Stephen Dudash, I think, was largely responsible for it. That, right, for our relation, yeah. for, for that our, our version of the song. For our version of the song. Yeah, and, James McKinney, and it was uh, uh, Robin Macy. Danger in the Air. That Danger was in the Air. At the go. time, yeah. yeah. And, and, and we asked permission to, to use that. We did. So I just want to go on record in case anybody ever thought we stole it. <laughs> uh, we did, we, we we did, did rip off their version because it was a good one, but they weren't using it anymore. And they were Just like this show. You know? they, nobody uses this show. Who <laughs> <laughs> don't know about it? Okay, enough of that. Okay, enough of that. Wanted to put it in uh, uh, print. The, the box house recorded it. Uh, they were formed in Memphis in 1967, and the the letter is one of the uh, songs they're best known for. Uh, they also did a song called "Cry Like a Baby," "Choo Choo Train," "Soul Deep." You know, they're basically considered what they uh, they call a blue eyed soul uh, okay. a band, right? And uh, one of the guys in this band, I want to refer to him later in another um, in another t- context. He was a lead singer for the band. His name was Alex Chilton, and he went on to uh, after the uh, after the whole thing with the box tops was done. He formed a power trio band called Big Star. Oh, okay. And they had some stuff out there as, and he launched off as a solo artist later on. But anyway, the song is under two minutes long. Oh wow! And, and it created such a huge, you know, imprint on rock and roll music. I mean, it's very intense. It's a very intense two minutes, uh-huh. give or take. But um, anyway, there's there's another thing I want to point out real quickly here. Uh, one of the guys in this band, uh, let's see if I can remember his name. They, there were two brothers. One of them was in this band, and he, they, they had the hit with a letter, right? Mm-hmm. The other brother was in the Hombres, and they had a big hat hit at the time with Let It All Hang Out. Oh, yeah. Two brothers, number one and number two, in two different bands on the charge at the same time. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's, that is cool. They, said, they call it a, 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 a rare quintella huh. involving two brothers, you know, but uh, that's pretty cool, I thought. Yeah. Anyway, let's just get, this is kind of a legendary band, and I'm going to get back to this guy Chilton later on in another context. Okay. Box Tops, the letter from 1967. Give me a ticket for an aeroplane. Ain't got time to take a fast train. Lonely days are gone, I'm a-going home My baby just wrote me a letter I don't care how much money I gotta spend Got to get back to my baby again Lonely days are gone, I'm a-going home My baby just wrote me a letter When she wrote me a letter Said she couldn't live without me no more Listen, mister, can't you see I got to get back to my baby once more Anyway, yeah, get a ticket for an aeroplane Ain't got time to take a fast train Lonely days are gone, I'm a-going home My baby just wrote me a letter 
short song huh? oh yeah man yeah. yeah well there you go roger it's yeah. back to you good one leo good pick thank you um the, the this singer's name is margaret leanne rhymes cibrian yeah so leanne rhymes, leanne rhymes yeah okay uh-huh. now somebody suggested this song to me and uh for the life of me i can't remember who because i can't believe i found it on my own so if if anyone happens to be listening and they want to take credit for that thank you let us know okay and i and i will be sure and say something about it she uh, 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 rose to success in country music at age 13 that's what i was thinking she was about yeah. 13 yeah yeah uh, she's saying uh, it was blue wasn't blue it? was the song yeah right yeah uh and that's the the album that we're gonna uh, play a song off of you know she She's placed over 40 singles on international charts since 96, uh, sold over 37 million records worldwide. Wow. Uh, Billboard ranked her number 17 in terms of sales successes in the 1990 to 2000 decade. Oh, oh wow. Which is pretty yeah, that, cool. That's pretty impressive. So, um, you know, she, she was a good singer at a young age, obviously. She recorded two studio albums as a preteen. Um, but you know, I, I think everybody kind of knows about her fame. But I'm going to zero in on a on a song that was on that first album, and the song is "Cattle Call," uh, old Eddie Arnold song. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I don't remember. It almost seems like when we were in Nashville, we were talking about it, and somebody brought this up, and and so I looked it up, and I'm listening to her sing it, and I'm thinking, hey, this could be a cool mix-up. Hmm. You know, have her, uh, you know, sing it and then yeah. and then go into the Eddie Arnold version. And about that time, it changes key, and Eddie Arnold starts singing. Oh, really? I'd never heard the song. I mean, you know, it, it came out in 1996, the album did. So, I, you know, I don't think I'm familiar with this cut. It is super cool. I had never heard it, uh, but when she was 13, Eddie Arnold was an 81-year-old accomplished country music star, obviously, yeah. with a career spanning six decades and they collaborated on this, even though it was never released as an official single. It still managed to reach, reach number eighteen on Billboard's Hot Country Songs chart, wow. and it marked Arnold's first and last top ten radio hit in nearly twenty years. Really good way to go out. Yeah, no kidding. So uh, off the album Blue, Leanne Rhymes and Eddie Arnold doing Cattle Call. Way out where the dog is born. 
ride on the rain far and wide when the night wind blow up a swamp as hard as a feather in all kinds of weather he sings his cattle call That's really cool. You know, it's so funny. I, I was listening to it, and I'm thinking, oh, man, this would make a good mix-up. And then all of a sudden... It's it, a mix-up. It was pre-mixed. <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh, and, and just think about that. 13 years old, uh, Eddie Arnold's 81. And what a thrill for her, Gee, for anybody, of course, to record with him. But, you know, that had to just be an awesome thing. Yeah, it's so. great. Good and hidden, hidden treasure there, Rob. Yeah, thank you to That's whoever turned cool. me on to that. And uh, you know what? Hey, what? Uh, we're out of time for oh, this segment. Oh, we are out of time. Yeah. Yeah, we got to take so, a little break here. Tomorrow's moving day. Yeah, I'm moving day. And it's, uh, so, yeah, we have to go out and uh, police the area. Yeah, clean up a little bit. Yeah. And uh, we need to check, check that, that left rear inside duel. duel. And you know what? What? It's my turn. Is it your turn? It is my, my turn. My day just got so much better. <laughs> I don't even mind picking up the trash. <laughs> <laughs> not when you not when you have that kind of alternative. No, sir. Okay, well, let's go take care of our chores, and then we'll be back. Uh, this is the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. Well, we're back. We are back. How was the trash? Trash is fine. I kicked it to the curb. Good. Yep. Good. good. How's the tire? Uh, it was uh, three pounds down. Three pounds. Mm-hmm. Fairly predictable. It's predictable. Okay, we're holding on our own right there. It's good now. Okay, good. You know, I got to say that Brad uh, Keselowski, the uh, NASCAR driver, yeah, yeah. he really knows what he's talking about, about tire pressure. He does. You got to keep him aired up. I mean, it's one thing, you know, when you're going 60 miles an hour. Uh, It's another when you're going... 200, 200 miles an hour. <laughs> we're, it's we're, still important. It's important. We're yeah. putzing down the road. Rosie, yeah. we don't push her too hard. You no, know? We, don't. But, no uh, we don't. But there you go. All right. Well, well, that's good. We are broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park uh, here in White Springs, Florida. You know, this turned out to be kind of a cool little town. Yeah. I mean, I was... You never know where the dart's going to go. You never know. Yeah. And then you start looking around and you ask a few questions and boy, I'll tell you. It's in, uh, White Springs is located in Hamilton County, Florida. And it's right on the Suwannee River, okay? And the, How uh, I Love You. How I Love You. Well, listen, man, <laughs> this has got history with that song, too. But to back up a little bit, it, now, currently, today, uh, it's a tourist destination, and it's noted, noted for historic charm, you know, and antique shops and, and river recreation on the Suwannee. Okay. All right? But it was once the, the Suwannee was once the boundary between uh, two Indian peoples. 
Oh, right? okay. And um, it was the, uh, I think it's Tamikuan or something like it, peoples to the east and the Appalachian people to the west. And the Appalachian, all that thing, we've discussed that before. Mm-hmm. But the Spanish explorers uh, visited the area a long time ago, I mean in the 1500s. But the spring that, that is there was visited by natives from both sides of the river, all right? Oh, okay. And they both believed it was a sacred place, that the water possessed healing powers. And so even though they weren't necessarily friendly to each other, uh, they both considered it a sacred healing ground, and they used it even in times of war. So any member of either tribe could go to those springs and use the healing powers without fear of being attacked. Well, that's cool. That is pretty cool. I thought it was. Anyway, later on in the uh, in the 1830s, it was incorporated as a town called Jackson Springs uh, through a guy that uh, named James T. Hooker, and uh, they d- during the Civil War, uh, after they established the town, some of the Confederate troops were known to found take refuge there. You know, they could hide out there for a while if they needed to. But um, the, the town itself was incorporated in 1885. Hotels and boarding houses popped up. And uh, they, uh, all of a sudden, there's a cotton gin and, you know, clothing stores and all kinds of things. Now, let's back up and talk about, about the springs for a second. Let's do. They smelled of sulfur. Yeah, a lot of them do. Oh, boy. Yeah. You know, so you got you to you gotta really believe in the healing powers of the thing to go in there for the stink. Yeah. I'm just saying, it doesn't I, smell good. I, I get you. But, but uh, about the 1930s, bathing in the mineral springs fell out of favor in the United States. And so they... And eventually, the springs did dry up. Oh, wow. And they, they just quit flowing entirely. But anyway, um, the, that's where uh, the, uh, the song, the songs by Stephen Foster, um, called Old Folks at Home. Yeah. Was written. And there's a, there's a folk center now dedicated to that. All, there's been a lot of stuff to do. We've had a good time, man. Yeah, it has been. It's been good. Now, one final thing. We're here at the wrong time of year, I just found out, because uh, the, the town and the state park right next door here are the site of the annual Florida Folk Festival. Oh, man. Uh, which is a four-day celebration of traditional Florida uh, Florida fun and, and music. And, and it was held in 1953 for the first time. So they're... Holy cow. They've been going at it for quite a while. So yeah. hats off to White Springs, man. Yeah, this, this has been great. a great stop. You know, people ask us, they say... Derriers, you know, exactly what's the deal? You know, why do you travel all over this great country of ours in that old RV and stay in Shady Grove RV parks? It's kind of what we do. It's kind of what we fell into. We and, fell into and it, It's yeah. kind of like uh, quicksand. We haven't been able to get out. We haven't. Go- yeah. no, no, we just keep going. But it's good. It I mean, is you good. know, we're having fun with it. People and- are always glad to see us. Leave. Leave. Yeah, yeah that is right. true. So that I, is true. That's, that's a good thing. Well, you know, uh, and unlike our compadres uh, here on Truckers Radio USA, who have these things called ranches, ranches yeah. You know, uh, for instance, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rockin' Diamond R Ranch in the Dos Cabezas Mountains. Mountains. Uh, Alan Bailey has the Swinging Gate Ranch out in western Kansas. Tennessee Jim has the w, Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills. Exactly. And of course, our buddy Warren Friesen has the Rockin' Banjo Ranch. And we used to, we did wine quite well, a bit we about it, a little bit. Uh, about the fact that we, we don't have yeah. a ranch or anything. And our pal Suzanne set us straight. That's right. She said, look, you guys, you, you have got the biggest ranch of all. You've got the entire continental United States, unless you drive off into the ocean. Like <laughs> Which has almost happened like morons. a couple of times, you yeah, yeah. Never trust your GPS that That's much. That's true. I'm just saying. Yeah, I look up every now and then. That's right. Uh, so, you know, you could say we have a ranch. Without fences. That's right. And we ride that range in our RV called... Rambling Rose. Rambling Rose. 
Rosie gets us Sweet there. Rosie, yep. We're getting down the road. Yes, sirree. Well, Leo, um, I believe it's your turn. You know, I think you're right. Uh, and once again, our friend Jason Beers is going to come into play here a little bit. Oh, Jason. Always trouble. Always trouble. In and a listen, very good way. I'm looking forward to trouble because he's turned me on to somebody, and I have agreed to host a house concert with oh, this really? guy. Yeah, we, so when we get back to Kansas City here in a few weeks... We'll swing by and uh, we'll have a little house concert with this guy. Uh, his name is Ethan Azarian, and uh, I had—I have to admit—I knew nothing about him at all. But they sent me a CD, and I've been listening to it, and it's really cool. But as a kind of background on this guy, he was raised in a small family farm uh, in Cabot, Vermont, and his mother was a, a printmaker, and his father was a musician. And in 1989, he moved down to Austin. Okay. Which we've got to swing down to Austin one of these times. Yeah, we should. But he did it uh, specifically to pursue a career in music. He had no formal training. He's self-taught. But um, his music is pretty interesting, and it's a lot of fun. And he's got, he's got his creds, man. Uh, one of the things I, I found out about him is that he, uh, he hung out in Tall Cotton with a lot of other uh, players. You remember a week or two back I featured a band um, that did a song about Kansas City? Oakville yeah. River, right? Yeah, right, right. Well, he played banjo on that album. Oh, wow! With these guys, so okay. he, you know, he's he's pretty good deal. Yeah. Anyway, it's a really cool song from his CD. This is the guy's name is Ethan Azarian, and the name of the song is Sally Ann Joe. Well, I had a little egg. I laid it on my shelf. Looked into your heart, I thought I saw myself now, Joe. Play that Sally and slow. Oh, I jumped in my rocket ship, I flew it to the moon. Once around Venus, but I was back on time for dinner now, Joe. Play that Sally and slow. Joe's the kind of guy, he got good advice Drink plenty of water, don't go rolling no dust now, Joe Play that Sally and slow
Ah, sugar and spices, rice and beans. Norway, New Mexico, I love you, Australia, Joe. Play your Sally and Sloan. Joe's the kind of guy, he's part hypocrite. He'll only eat organic, but he loves cigarettes, oh, Joe. Play the Sally and Sloan. that Jason would turn me on to this guy, you know. That was a great one. Thanks, Jason. It is a good one. I'm looking yeah. forward to meeting this guy. Yeah. All right, Roger. Well, listen, it's back to you. Okay. Well, uh, we've talked about supergroups on this show. Yeah. Mostly you have. Uh, but um, in in my little uh, foray with uh, Boz Skaggs, uh, in both of our forays, right. uh, I stumbled upon a supergroup called the Dukes of September. I don't, have you heard of them? I've heard of them, but yeah. I'm not familiar with what okay. they did. Well, they were formed in 2010, featuring Donald Fagan, Michael McDonald, and Boskags. And that represents three pretty interesting bands yeah. right there. Right. Well, Donald Fagan and Michael McDonald began working together in the mid-70s uh, with Steely Dan. Right. Right. And then, uh, of course, um, uh, let's see, Michael McDonald was Doobie Brothers. Doobie Brothers, yep. And, of course, Boskags. Yeah. Boss Gags. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. So um, they... they uh, it was kind of a short, short-lived uh, deal. Uh, well, I'm sorry. They worked together during the 1990s in a thing called uh, the New York Rock and Roll Soul Review. Yeah, yeah okay, okay, that I'm familiar with. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. So they did that, and it was kind of a one-off. But then in 2010, they got back together again and did a fall tour as the Dukes of September. Okay. Kicked off on August 19 in Danbury, Connecticut, and they played a collection of hits from the members' careers, as well as a wide variety of covers, notably... Three band covers in a row. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> but it's cool. It's uh, it's all those familiar tunes uh, with familiar voices in them, but just a little bit different twist on. Yep. So um, uh, I picked this one. It, this is uh, from live at Lincoln Center in 2014. So it's a live cut. The Dukes of September doing sweet soul music.
was fun. Sweet soul music. Man. There you go, man. That's a thank you. There's a super group for you. No kidding, man. That's fun stuff. Yeah, good wow. stuff there. Wow. All right, Leo, back over to you. Well, you know, one, a band I don't think we featured before, and I've been thinking about featuring him, and uh, there's a band called The Turtles. Oh, yeah. Okay, but, but here's the thing. I ended up kind of doing something else. Instead of featuring <laughs> the, the, the Turtles just the way they are, I want to talk about Flo and Eddie. Okay. Okay, now, Flo and Eddie, uh, they were like the heart of the Turtles band, right? Okay. And after the band broke up, these two guys wanted to go on, but they were uh, restricted by legal consequences from uh, actually using the Turtles' name. Okay. Or even their own names, you know, wow. in regards to musical music. So they had they had to make their names up, right? Okay. <laughs> so so the, their, name, their names were Mark Volman, who is Flo, which is short for Fluorescent Leech. <laughs> and, and a guy named Howard Kalin, who went by Eddie, right? Okay. So anyway, the, after they dissolved in 1970, uh, they they first joined Frank Zappa's band, the Mothers of Invention, yeah. as Fluorescent Leech and Eddie. And, and like I said, contractual restrictions imposed early on in their career kept, kept them from doing anything else. Okay. Okay, so they were just getting to rock and roll. Now they're part of Frank Zappa's band, right? Yeah. Well, we covered this in episode 28, an incident that happened with Frank Zappa uh, that really screwed things up. Uh, well, this is in 1971, and they were performing at a casino in Switzerland. Uh, their equipment was destroyed when a flare set off by an audience member. You remember this? Yeah, I remember It now. set the whole place on fire, and it burned down the casino, and it destroyed all their equipment. <laughs> That's right. So, so and, it was, and that was a song that was, a, uh, that was a, an incident that was a um, uh, subject matter of a song called Smoke on the Water. Oh, Okay? okay, that's where that's talking about. Deep Purple, I think. Yeah. Bit. Okay. So listen, here it is. A week later, they now they're working with borrowed equipment and everything. They're they're in another. They're in London, and uh, they're at the Rainbow Theater with rented gear, okay. essentially. So during the encore, an audience member, jealous because of his girlfriend's infatuation with Zappa, jumps up on the stage and throws him into the orchestra pit. Oh, jeez. Damn near killed him. I mean, he was crippled up pretty bad. He was in a wheelchair for a long time. And suddenly, the, guy, the guys in the band are going, no, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, so they're yeah. saying, you know, Zappa's not going to be able to work for a while. So they, they started their own band, man. And they started going to the studio and recording songs. And they went back and covered some of the Turtles material. All right. Which is the song I'm going to cover one of those in a minute. But before I do, these guys never stopped. Flo and Eddie just did everything. They were everywhere. They worked on projects with everybody. And listen, and you talk about the ultimate derrieres. Right? Uh-huh. I mean, we, we pride ourselves in being backup guys. Yeah. Right? Listen to some of the guys these backed up, okay? T Rex. <laughs> Uh, Steely Dan, Ray Manzarek, uh, which was, a, he had a, a big deal after the Stones. Uh, okay. I mean, after, um, uh, uh, oh, I'll come back to it in a minute. Uh, Roger McGuinn, David Cassidy, Keith Moon, Stephen Stills, Alice Cooper, Bruce Springsteen, Blondie, The Psychedelic Furs, Alice Cooper, Paul Kantner, Andy Taylor, Gavin Friday, Jefferson Airplane. I mean, they were <laughs> everywhere. Music sluts. They were sluts. <laughs> <laughs> I just love these We've guys. We've been so out slutted. Oh boy, I, it, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so anyway, let's just go ahead and let these guys do, do their thing. It's a, it's a song called Eleanor, and uh, their version came out in I think 1976. You've got a thing about you. I just can't live without you. I really want you, Eleanor, near me. 
your looks intoxicate me Even though your folks hate me There's no one like you, Eleanor, really Let's go on to a movie What do you see now, Eleanor, can we? They'll turn the lights way down low Maybe we won't watch the show I think I love you, Eleanor, love me Listen to this song. I was really impressed with uh, not Flo and Eddie. I mean, of course, those guys. The, the, yeah. the prowess is amazing. But the the drummer and the bass player in that cut are pretty remarkable. Oh yeah. I mean, they were holding that thing down, man. Yep. It was great. That's good stuff. Oh, hey, look what time it is, Rogers. Yeah, we're out of time. Uh, this is the uh, part where we go out and we do the, uh, uh, as in Winfield, we call the walk of shame. The walk of shame, yeah. Yeah, but we do the apologetic beer thing. We uh, hold our head down and extend our arm with uh, yeah, a beer in it. To our neighbors to in our the neighbors, uh, yes. uh, Shady Grove RV Park here That's right. because uh, uh, of what we've uh, they've had to tolerate we, we for the past week. Yeah. That's obvious, yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I, it got me to thinking, we need to get serious about getting... A beer sponsor. That's true. And uh, and who better than these guys? Get some more beer for the refrigerator. That wonderful beer, Ham's Beer. If you're out of Ham's Beer in the refrigerator, then get some more Ham's, Ham's Beer. When you have a glass of Ham's, you'll feel like you're there. In the land of sky blue water. If you're low on beer in the refrigerator Better get some beer cause the weekend will be here And that's the time for Ham's Beer Better get some more beer for the refrigerator Beer for the refrigerator. Cool, refreshing, clean to the taste. The, the big, big refresher, ham. Look out. Okay, we're backing up. Uh, we, of course, that's what we do. We, we back up. We're the derriers. We back people up. That's... We're like the Flo and Eddie. Yeah. Of, you know, backups. We could only aspire to We that. could only aspire to that. We could only perspire to that. We, could, we did the best we can, Roger. <laughs> well, this is the part of the show where we just get right down and 
beg. We have to beg. People to go to our website. Yeah. Uh, you know, come on. Uh, take a few minutes. Go check it out. How much does it hurt you? We are so pathetic. We are pathetic. We feel well, sorry for no us. Just, about that. Yeah. But th- actually, there's a lot of fun stuff there. And uh, oh, by the way, uh, to get there, for it is the... The... Derriers.com. Don't forget the. The is such a small word, but it's so important. In that's this true. Case. That's true. If you forget it, you will never, never forget, forget it again. again. No, no, not no, ever. No. Nope. Leo, Leo has never forgotten I have it. Four or five times. Yeah, that's I have true. forgotten it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if you go there, there's uh, uh, all kinds of uh, fun stuff that we've posted, different videos and things like that uh, from our. our Tra- travels, travels and, and our travails. <laughs> travails back and forth across. The leaving a, a path of destruction and a disappointment in our wake. <laughs> like, exactly. Uh, and of course, the one for the band is... Well, that's 3trailswest.com with the number three at the front there. Right. And if you go there, there's you know links to our, our different uh, performances that we've done, right. schedules and just CDs. CDs and stuff, stuff like stickers. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but if you go to um, thederrieres.com, go to the Americana Roadshow, and you can listen to or download uh, any of our past episodes. Of which there are a bunch now. Uh, yeah. There's a bunch of them. And, and do that at, at uh, your leisure, uh, preferably, preferably by, while wearing your leisure, leisure suit. suit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking something yeah. wearing a plaid, you know. Plaid is nice. It's but good. Uh, boy, I tell you, our buddy Jim Farrell is sporting uh, kind of a rust-colored one. He's rocking Very it. Very nicely. Yeah, he's yeah. rocking it. Yeah. Right. And his makeup is perfect. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. I have to tell you. Uh, but, uh, you know, you can uh, also, uh, this is a, a big news, uh, you can download uh, our show or listen to our show now on Spotify. Spotify, yeah. Uh, or Stitcher, mm-hmm. TuneIn, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. So and I've far. never heard of most of those, but boy, but, yay, boy, buddy. Yeah. Hey, you <laughs> hey. know what? We're going to hook somebody in sooner or later. Or sooner or later. As our good buddy Mike Carr says, go, go nowheres without, without the dairy years. Thanks for that, Mike. You betcha. All righty. I think it's back to you, Roger. Okay. Our pal Katie. Uh-oh. Gives us such great suggestions. She does. And uh, recently, uh, she sent us a deal about um, a guy by the name of Classy Balu Sr., Okay. And he just passed away not too long ago. Uh, this guy is, um, he, he played in clubs, casinos for more than half a century. And he mastered many different styles of music. But here's the story of Zydeco. Oh, okay. okay? Sure. So he helped put Zydeco on the map by backing a guy by the name of Buzu Chavez. Of course. Uh, and by the way, we're going to get to this recording if I, I can ever find it. Okay. On the 1954 release of Paper in My Shoe. Okay. Uh huh. Now, he didn't know what Zydeco was until he played it. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is a great story. He yeah. said, I was doing Fats Domino and Elvis Presley and Little Richard at that time. He said, I wore my hair up, back, and long like Little Richard, but I had the best band in Lake Charles at the time. Gold Band Records label and studio owner uh, Eddie Schuler hired Baloo's group, the Tempo Kings, for a session with Buzu Chavez. And it was, they were the best R&B rock and roll band in town. They had a killer accordion player. It just wasn't gelling. Ah. So Schuler d- tried to fix it by giving Chavez a shot of whiskey. <laughs> How'd that go? Well, it turned into two or three more shots of whiskey. <laughs> he says, and then the next thing we heard a boom. And the accordion player was up in the air, and he was down, and he kept playing. He never did stop. <laughs> <laughs> We've been there before. 
with a drummer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Schuler released the hard-rocking, liquor-greased paper in my shoe as is, complete with the audible crafts of Chavez <laughs> toppling off his chair. It was Zydeco's first hit song. Oh, man. Yeah. So if I can find it, we're going to come up okay, back to that. all right. But, uh, you know, he went on, uh, you know, he, he, like I say, he played over 50 years. He, he's just tremendous. Uh, I got this off of an album called Pickin' and uh, Grinnin' from 2012. Classy Baloo Senior doing just a little bit. Carmen Miranda hat. Oh, oh man, I'm, was... I'm glad it was a short tune. Wow, man, that's really cool. That's fun. Thank that's you, fun. Katie. That was a great tip. We, we appreciate that. Excellent. Okay, Leo, well, it's back over to you. Okay, I got kind of a story to tell. I bet you do. In fact, this is more of about a song. Well, it's kind of about a lot of things, but let's just start it here. Uh, in the 1940s, late, late 1940s, there was a rumor that there was a hermit. All right. Named Dave? Yeah, Hermit named it. No, it's a different <laughs> no. poem. Okay, good. Okay. And he was disenchanted and disillusioned with a world supposedly out of sync with society, basically. Now, here's the thing. Um, he has supposedly lived up in the Hollywood Hills in a cave below the first L <laughs> in the Hollywood sign. I right? love it. I'm liking it, it so far. Okay, so it gets really cool. This guy dressed in a robe. You know, Sandals lived a very simple life, apparently. Anyway, he showed up at this place where... Uh, uh, there was a, it was a great club, you know, and Nat King Cole was playing there. 
And he showed up at the stage door and said, can I Mr. You know, speak to Mr. Cole? And the guy's going, no. <laughs> he said, well, I got something I want to show him. Goes, no, just give it to me. I'll give it to him later. And so, so he did. He was disappointed. But nevertheless, the guy takes it back to Nat King Cole. And, and Cole looks at this and goes, whoa, this is cool. What is this? I mean, this is a great song. And the song was called Nature Boy. Oh, wow. Okay, so so back up a little bit now. They come forward a little bit. They find out who this guy is because Nat wants to record the song. So he has to figure out who the guy is right. you know, so he can do it legally. The guy, his name, uh, his full name was George Alexander Aberl. And um, otherwise, he, professionally, people just called him Eden Abez, okay? Okay. Like the original hippie. And um, his, uh, he was born in Brooklyn, New York, to a Jewish father and a Scottish-English mother but he spent his early years in the uh, Brooklyn Hebrew Orphan Asylum. All right? Wow. I guess they couldn't afford him or whatever. But get a little of this. He ends up on an orphan train, which is quite a bit of history yeah. uh, with the orphan trains. And he was adopted. Get a load of this. He was adopted in 1917 by a family in Chinook, Kansas. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. Well, the orphan train went through there, right? That's correct. Yeah. That's okay. correct. And he was raised under the name George McGrew. Okay. And so during the 1930s, he was in Kansas City, and he performed as a pianist and dance band leader, but eventually became disenchanted with the whole thing okay. and adopted this different lifestyle. So anyway, he ends up out in L.A., and he's got this song under his belt. And uh, so he eventually works out, and the history goes on. He became very successful later in life. He had his own recording studio and everybody, everything else. But there was one more tie-in here. This song uh, ended up being huge. And Nat King Cole recorded it in 1948, just before the big AF of M, uh, American Federation of Musicians strike happened. Oh. Over royalties paid to musicians. Right. So uh, when the strike happened, no musicians could go out and play, record. That's right. They could play live, but they yeah. could not record. So he got in just under that. He got so he his, got airplay. He got airplay. And, and he nobody got, else did. No, but well, <laughs> but listen, everybody wanted to record it. But listen, here's what can happen. Frank Sinatra wanted to do it, right? But he couldn't do it with an orchestra, so he went in and did this version with a chorus, just singing the parts. Oh, wow. You got to hear this. Okay. Okay, hey, God. There was a boy strange enchanted boy they say he wandered very far i'm sorry frank <laughs> that one just it sounds like a gregorian chant sort of yeah yeah it really it's, sucks yeah yeah i mean well there are gregorian chants that don't suck that one but that yeah. one really sucks yeah. i'm just point. saying i just say i love frank sinatra yeah. but boy he should have left that one alone yeah well he didn't have a choice he didn't have any I choice so, all right so anyway nat king cole's version came out like i say just under the wire before the strike happened and it shot up to number one on the billboard charts and remained there for eight consecutive weeks during the summer of 1948 Go Nat. Go Nat. Oh, so, boy. So here it is, this beautiful thing with a beautiful backstory now. Uh, kind of autobiographical in a way if you listen to it. Uh, he's kind of talking about himself, but life in general. And the most important, you, you uh, the, everybody says the most important song, the most important part of the song is the last line. And the last line says, the greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return. Yeah. Here we go. Nat King Cole, Nature Boy. Mm-hmm. 
was a boy A very strange enchanted boy They say he wandered very far, very far Over land and sea A little shy And sad of But very wise was he And then one day A magic day he passed my way And while we spoke of many things Fools and kings This he said to me The greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return. song yeah it's cool especially the way he does it and yeah. really it this there's 20 other versions of this song oh, sure. out there but that's the definitive version you know uh, leonard nimoy recorded it <laughs> anyway oh dr spock yeah hey you know what what we are really out of time we are really out of time yeah so uh we, we gotta decide to, where we're going oh yeah we gotta figure out where we're going okay uh, so let's see um my, uh, my turn to throw the dart, oh, so, so you get the map. I'll get the map. Give me a okay. second. Hold okay. on. Back Wait in the closet. Hold on. Okay. Careful, okay. careful. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. okay. I got it. 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 Here it is. Okay. Carefully okay. put it on the wall. Helmet. It's on the wall. Okay. Uh, there. Okay. Is got that, it? That's about flat. It's a little crooked. Hang on. Okay, there it is. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm not that good at aiming. Anyway. You really aren't. Uh, okay, I'll get the dart. It's, it's in, in spoon, spoon drawer two. two. Yeah. Okay. Um, there it is. Okay. Got okay. it. Get the okay. circle now. Okay, I'm in the circle. Are you ready? Uh huh. Okay. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, oh way, way up. Uh, Ooh, Central, a uh, little north, Ohio. Ohio. Warren, Ohio. Warren, Ohio. Yeah. Do you think the senator will? Uh, <laughs> Uh, us <laughs> Probably not. It. Probably not. Turn us around at the, the city <laughs> limits. It was like, sorry, boys, we're full up. Um, wow. Okay. Well, man, this has been quite the show. This has been crazy. So it's been, it's fun. You gonna yes. be all right there? Uh, I'm not so sure. Okay. I just swallowed a bug. But okay. uh, 
That's okay. It's protein. Um, well, we'll get down the road and we'll do this again next week from Warren, Ohio. Uh, this has been the Americana Road Show. Right here on Trucker's Radio USA. And don't forget to look behind you. It's the Derriers. Derriers.